high school, I had a very uh, interesting situation, which was filled with high school drama. And then I felt so, I, I just, I, I felt shocked. There was a lot of crying involved. And in the, on the weekend, I went to the countryside and there was no internet. And I just spent a lot of time walking barefoot in the garden. A lot of time connecting with the nature, being with myself, with my thoughts, going for little walks in the garden barefoot and that was so healing and I loved this activity so much and when I came back to the city after that I felt healed and calm and more connected with myself. Welcome everyone to Life with Lisa podcast. Our mission at Life with Lisa is to share people's stories and the challenges that they have overcome so that those who are listening in can get the strength, the courage and the hope to be their better selves. Today we have a special edition episode and I am your special guest sharing my stories and the theme for today's episode is alone time and I wanted to pay closer attention to this topic because I feel like it's one of the key elements of our lives spending time alone and building that relationship with ourselves investing in the relationship with ourselves because we are the people with whom we spend 24 7 together for the rest of our lives but so so not frequently we just take a step back and ask how is our relationship with ourselves going and also, as you can see, it's a very cozy Sunday for me. I have a hair mask on and I am drinking some warm tea. So I hope you're also get, getting these cozy vibes whenever you listen to this podcast episode, whether you're on a walk or you're just putting me in the background or listen attentively also with your warm drink. I wanted to start by saying that alone time I, I know a lot of people just absolutely love their alone time and there are lots of people who feel lonely when they're alone and i wanted to cover both of those ideas and both of those angles and i wanted to mention that i definitely fall into the category of the people who love their alone time but also i think it's due to the reason that i found the activities that I really love doing by myself and also I have invested in that relationship with myself. I think one of the reasons why lots of people can feel lonely when they're by themselves is that they have not spent enough time building that relationship. And I think one of the biggest distinctions that I wanted to make in this video that is that spending time alone, truly sitting down with your own thoughts and with your own thoughts and being by yourself is not the same as just being by yourself but spending the time scrolling through your phone or spending time on social media because in those cases even though you're physically by yourself you are alone you don't really get to connect with yourself and you are so stimulated by all of those notifications and things that you can watch or observe from other people that you're not truly alone. And actually it can feel quite lonely to be in that case, to be alone and spend so much time in the social media without the actual genuine connection with other people that you, it does result in this loneliness feeling. And it's something that I also definitely know by myself. If I just spend a lot of time on my phone or on social media, I do start feeling quite lonely and I um, 
I loan for that connection with other human beings. But I wanted to give a few examples of the activities that I actually absolutely love doing by myself and where I feel that I connect so deeply with myself and that that those activities have been such a great investment in that relationship that I was mentioning that we should all be building the relationship with ourselves. And one of the my favorite activities is working out. I really love being super present in the moment when I work out and just present in the moment, connected with myself and seeing how much I can push myself and just feeling all of this endorphins with every sweat drop that we get. I, I absolutely love it. And I usually don't even listen to any podcasts or any music. I really like to build that connection with my body and really let it go. Another, another favorite activity of mine is meditating. I absolutely love sitting down in the quiet space and just observing my thoughts. And for everyone who is listening now, if, you, if you're not really familiar with meditation, there's not really a right or wrong way to meditate. And also it's completely normal to just sit down and have this huge wave of all the thoughts that are coming your way and it feeling really hectic and even more hectic than when you don't meditate. It's, it's not getting more hectic, you're just becoming aware of your thoughts and also if you sit down in that discomfort for a bit longer, the, your thoughts will come down naturally and um, you'll, be, you'll, be, you'll become so much more aware of them. And another advice or tip that I wanted to give is if your mind does feel too hectic and it's quite hard to relax into the present moment, one of the great things is to do a guided meditation. I love guided meditation. Guided meditations for me, it's like the lazy type of meditation because it's so easy. You just need to follow the voice of the person who is doing the guided meditation so you can just relax. I, I love them for that reason. And my third favorite activity is journaling. Journaling is something that I do on a regular basis, almost a few times a day. Just because it helps me to organize my thoughts, it helps me to understand myself better once I actually write things down. And I, always, I usually write in open-ended form. I can ask myself questions and see how I feel about certain things. And especially also when something has happened that triggered a certain emotional response, I can I also really like to journal because then I get to explore and actually I would be writing down, oh, could it be that it was this? And then my next sentence could be done, oh no, actually it doesn't, that doesn't feel right. And it's interesting that whenever we keep our thoughts just in our head, it feels so hectic and so chaotic, but the moment we get it down on paper, we immediately feel relieved. And it's so important to engage in this activity and I would say that this is one of the best ways to organize your thoughts and to build a better connection with yourself. And also what I found so powerful about journaling is that thoughts are powerful in itself, so it does matter what we think. But what, there's just something, something even more powerful by, about having your thoughts or ideas, dreams, goals written down. Because I feel like this is the first step that you take to bring them closer into reality. It starts with just something in your head and then once you write it down and you write it down a few times, it becomes more real. Now it's in the present world. Now you can see it, your thought, your idea, your dream, your goal. I love it. 
And then another thing that I also wanted to mention, my fourth favorite activity is grounding and going for walks. I feel like grounding is, so for everyone who doesn't know, grounding is literally just taking off your shoes and um, putting your bare feet on the grass. It's a very nice activity to connect with nature and feel immediately relaxed. And I feel like whenever we do connect with nature, we also connect with ourselves. And you, we realize how interconnected everything is. And it might seem very in the air, like you can, it's not really tangible. How do you actually feel connected with yourself? Or how do you connect, feel connected with nature? But one of the things or one of the moments in my life where I felt the power of nature and the power of being connected with nature and how that helped me heal the relationship with myself was in the back in the days in high school I had a very uh, interesting situation which was filled with high school drama and then I felt so I, I just I, I felt shocked there was a lot of crying involved and in the on the weekend I went to the countryside and there was no internet and I just spent a lot of time walking barefoot in the garden a lot of time connecting with the nature, being with myself, with my thoughts, going for little walks in the garden barefoot and that was so healing and I loved this activity so much and when I came back to the city after that I felt healed and calm and more connected with myself and that was the moment when I realized the true power of nature and my fifth favorite activity uh, to do just by myself is to put my favorite music and to do some singing and just get into the mood. Um, I really love it. There's just something so freeing about dancing to the music that you love and just fully letting go. I feel like that also in, that's also such a great investment in the relationship with yourself because you, you, if you treat yourself well then yourself will also give everything it has to you and um, I feel like that's it, just a beautiful way so I would definitely recommend trying out one of them and encouraging you to spend some time alone to be comfortable being alone to get to, you know to know yourself better let me know what are your your favorite things to do by yourself and let me know if you usually, if you're already taking yourself out for a cup of coffee or going on um, a lone date and doing all of these activities. I just wanted to mention a few that are my favorites. They're all very accessible and very easy to do. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope, I hope it made you think and I see you tomorrow.